0: Live from the Ann Arbor Summer Festival, this is Ask Me Another, NPR and WNYC's hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia. And I'm your host, Ophira Eisenberg. I gotta say, as a Canadian, Michigan feels very homey to me. We drink pop. We play euchre we had to fashion our halloween costumes so they fit over our ski suits (laughs) and we all know that at the end of the night when the clothes come off the socks always stay on (laughs) we have a great show for you including a homegrown sports writer and a celebrity milliner that's right i said milliner but first Please welcome a man who is half Wolverine, half Spartan, but all heart. Our one-man house band, Jonathan Colton. Hello everybody. Our first game is called Can't Place the Place Name. And here to play, we have Saladin Ahmed and Natalie Tronson. Saladin, how do I do with your name, all right?
1: You did fantastic, yeah.
0: You are a Hugo Award nominee, and if you don't know what that is, it's an annual award uh, for science fiction and fantasy works. What was the name of the book? Uh,
1: the novel is called Throne of the Crescent Moon.
0: That sounds amazing. Yeah, they're excited. <laughs> uh,
1: it's a, a fantasy novel, um, uh, Lord of the Rings meets the Arab Spring, and uh, <laughs> that's, that's actually fairly accurate. <laughs>
0: And Natalie, you are, this is also amazing, a neuroscientist specializing in memory and learning, including fear memory. Now, this is really just for my own personal thing. We, I got to talk to you for a second. I don't really. What do you do with fear memory? How do you uh, cure it? How do you soothe it? Well, I don't cure it. I induce it. So you'll have to. <laughs> I, I, can, I can make you afraid. But... Oh, good. Yeah, that's a fun game. Uh, all right, so what are, how, how do you uh, frighten mice? What's the easiest way? Well, what we do in the lab is we take the mouse and we put it into a box and then we let it explore the box for a minute and then we give it a little foot shock on its feet, which it doesn't like very much, but it doesn't really hurt it. They jump and squeak. and Then the next day when we put them back in the box, they um, show all of these kinds of defensive behaviours, which are similar to what humans do, which include what I'm doing now, which is shaking. Um, <laughs> 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 True story. So we know how to do it. We don't know what to do about it. Exactly. This is where we're at. Other people are working on okay, that. <laughs> That's the other half of the yeah. people. Okay, we have a great game for you. Jonathan, when we're on the road all the time as we are, do you ever forget uh, where we are?
2: <laughs> uh, usually, I don't even know where we are right now. <laughs> uh, it usually helps to remember the name of the town if it's named after someone. For instance, Ann Arbor, allegedly, is named after the wives of the city's founders.
0: Ooh, I want to be an alleged wife.
2: <laughs> it's important to have a dream, I suppose. <laughs> yes, I think In this game, we're going to ask you about other places named after people, but there's a little twist. We're going to ask you to combine each place name with the name of a completely different person. So for an example, let's go to our puzzle guru, John Chinesky.
3: If we said, long before the NFL's Jaguars arrived, the singer of That's the Way Love Goes and Nasty Boys like to kick back in this northern Florida city, the answer would be Janet Jacksonville. (laughs) It's very unsettling. Yeah, I understand. It's Miss Jacksonville, if you're nasty. Huh? Sorry. <laughs> Who's in the shock box now,
4: Natalie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
0: right, here we go. A famous interior designer, business owner, and ex-con likes to kick back in this ritzy vacation island off the coast of Massachusetts.
1: Saladin. Martha Stewart's Vineyard? Yes.
2: There are always a lot of home improvements underway when a certain 90s sitcom star spends time in this Pennsylvania city immortalized in a Billy Joel song.
4: Saladin. Tim Allenville.
3: Tim Allentown! Tim Allentown! Uh, Usually at this point I say, Natalie, can you steal it?
0: (laughs) Tim Allentown. Tim Allentown is correct. I just realized you would... Uh, realized a, a tactic. You can just say the person's name and add like Villertown or Town to the end of that. <laughs> you
2: probably, you that probably is get it. That's a possibility. Right. That good yeah. enough.
0: The Twin City to Minneapolis is straight up the favorite hotspot for this singer, choreographer, and former American Idol judge. Saladin.
1: St. Paula Abdul.
0: Yes, that is correct. <laughs>
2: Just south of New York City, you'll find a landmass where immigrants once came to America, decked out in natural fabrics and oversized shoulders in outfits inspired by an iconic 80s fashion designer. I know, what? <laughs> uh.
0: Perry Ellis Island?
3: Okay. That's exactly right. That's right, Perry yeah. hey, yes, Ellis Island.
0: This legendary Las Vegas performer says, Donkey Shane every time he visits the second largest city in Indiana, which is home to the burial place of Johnny Appleseed. Saladin. Wayne Newtonville? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Someday maybe that will be a place.
0: <laughs> it that sounds like try. an amazing <laughs> restaurant.
3: <laughs> Natalie, he did give you a clue. Do you think he can steal it?
0: It's the second largest city in Indiana which is home to the burial place of someone I thought didn't actually exist Johnny Appleseed I have no idea but I want to say Wayne Bloomington Anyone out there? Wow, in unison, well done. That's right, Fort Wayne Newton. Nicely done, crowd. And this is your last question. Don't kill any mockingbirds in this historic West Virginia city, notable for John Brown's raid in 1859.
1: Saladin. Harper Lee's
3: Ferry. That is correct. The winner of Can't Place the Name is I Can't Place the Name. No, yes, I can. It's Saladin. Way to go.
0: Well done, Natalie. And Saladin, congratulations. We will see you at the end of the show. Let's say hello to our next two contestants, Cynthia Hodges and Elizabeth Fisher. Now you both hail from Michigan. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Elizabeth, where are you from? Rose okay. Point. Okay. What is your favorite thing about living in the state of Michigan? Um, I love the fact that uh, we're surrounded by water. It's been a huge part of my life. I'm. Uh, Practically born on a boat, raised on a boat. I love everything about the water. Cynthia, where are you from in Michigan originally? I'm from Ann Arbor. Oh, Ann Arbor now. And what's your favorite thing about Michigan well, slash Ann Arbor? it's the part of the map that always gets forgotten, the Upper Peninsula. Oh, yeah, the uppers. Yeah, that's the part, Uppers. That's right.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm learning. I'm fitting in really well. Don't worry about it. This game should be pretty easy for the two of you. In fact, the game is called It's Easy. Of course, that is spelled E-E-Z-Y, or for my Canadian friends, E-E-Z-Y, because all of the answers will have the letters E-E-Z in consecutive order in them. See, it couldn't be easier. In 1953, a team of scientists led by Edward Wiseman introduced this pasteurized yellow topping for corn chips and hot dogs, which Kraft Foods website describes as having a unique tangy flavor with zing. Cynthia. That would be Cheese Whiz. That would be Cheese Whiz. I love food made by a team of scientists. Yes. All
2: right, here's a musical clue. Just tell me the name of this song. Because she's playing all night and the music's all right. Mama's got an accordion. Daddy never sleeps at night. Cynthia?
0: Do I have to sing it? If, Can if I? you'd like. Now you do. Mama's got a squeeze box. Daddy never sleeps at night. That's
3: right. Well sung, Cynthia.
0: Thank you. Should we ask the bonus question? <laughs> sure, sure. Ask uh, the bonus question. In this song, what is the squeeze box? Uh, I think it's the accordion. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's a metaphor for something, though.
0: Yeah.
4: I bet it is.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it is, it definitely is.
0: That's just for fun. In the pretty terrible 1997 film Batman and Robin, Arnold Schwarzenegger starred as this Batman villain, uttering lines like, Let's kick some ice. Elizabeth. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze is (laughs) correct.
2: Kanye West issued his sixth studio album in 2013 with such luminary tracks as I Am a God featuring God. What is the title of that album? <laughs> You're, de- <laughs> You're barely deigning to shake your heads. <laughs> you have no-, no, 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 no idea at all. All right, who who knows it? Jesus. Jesus. That's right.
0: I know. Kanye comparing himself to God is his idea of being self-deprecating. I believe. That's right. <laughs> She was one of the first women admitted to the Augusta National Golf Club and was one of three women to serve as U.S. Secretary of State. Elizabeth. Canaliza Rice. Correct!
2: All right, this is your last clue, and it is a musical one. Just name the band that sang this song. ooh wee ooh, I look just like Buddy Holly. Mary Tyler Moore I don't care what they say about us anyway I don't care about that Cynthia that
0: would be Weezer
2: absolutely right
0: thank you to both of you Cynthia you'll be joining us for our ask me one more final round at the end of the show Since we're in Ann Arbor, we're rooting for the Wolverines, but this is public radio, so we can't officially go blue. But we will stretch our public radio sensibilities with a game about sports. So stick around. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is NPR's Ask Me Another.
2: Support for Ask Me Another and the following message come from NatureBox.com. At NatureBox, they understand that your life is busy and there's not always time to get to the store. NatureBox makes it easy to start snacking smarter. Choose from over 100 tasty options like Sriracha roasted cashews and French toast granola, or fill out your snack profile and get personalized recommendations delivered right to your door. Spend more time doing what you love and less time trying to find parking. Visit NatureBox.com and get 50% off your first box now. Thank you for listening to Ask Me Another. Check out NPR's Bullseye with Jesse Thorne, your guide to what's good in pop culture. Every week, Jesse Thorne interviews people like Elvis Costello, Ethan Hawke, and Margaret Atwood about their creative work and lives. Find your new favorite TV shows, books, movies, and music, and gain new insights into the things you already love. Find Bullseye now at iTunes under Podcasts.
0: You're listening to Ask Me Another from NPR and WNYC. We're live from the Ann Arbor Summer Festival. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and with me is our one-man house band, Jonathan Colton, and our puzzle guru, John Chinesky. And let's welcome the New York Times best-selling author and a regular right here on Michigan Radio, John U. Bacon. I have to ask, by the way, what is the U in your... What's your middle name? What's the U? Is it university? I never tell this, actually. Oh, really? We're we're divulging this for everybody, but... uh, Underhill, if you can believe it. Underhill? Yes. I can believe it. I I couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Many years of dealing with that. But I like it, because we are trying to figure it out. Now, obviously, you uh, write and talk a lot about college sports. Why is America obsessed with college sports? Sports. Uh, It's the only team that you're really attached to. Uh, The Red Wings could go to
2: Nashville, and what do you have? The Dodgers go from Brooklyn to L.A. Michigan is not going to go to Jacksonville
0: for a better stadium. We know this. Right, so it's all about basically the community that it brings with it? The community. Bob Ufer, the old announcer here, had a great line. He said, Michigan football
2: is a religion, and Saturday is the holy day of obligation.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. All right, we're going to throw you in the puzzle hot seat right now, uh, and we found a worthy opponent. Please welcome Mike Williams. Welcome, Mike. Now, you, you played football for U of M. That's right. Nice. You said it was an experience you'd never forget. Why specifically?
1: Well, I grew up playing football, and I always wanted to play Michigan football. And when I got here, it was just a great experience coming in with my teammates, some of my brothers still to this day. I talk to guys weekly, daily, some guys. It's just the things, everything you think of playing college football, the good, the bad, the stuff you can't talk about on radio, everything, you know? (laughs) What's
3: one thing you can't talk about (laughs) on radio?
0: Yeah.
1: No, it was just a great time. You know, i never forget it. Michigan is true to my heart. I had my sister went here, I had cousins who went to school here, you know, I'm, uh, my niece and nephew are looking forward to going here. So we're a true blue family and I got some great stories to tell.
0: Yeah. All right, so here's your game. It's called Old McDonald Went to College. <laughs> and just like in the song, you will be making animal sounds. <laughs> But in this case, we're gonna ask you to make sounds based on the name of various college sports teams. Let's go to our puzzle guru, John Chinesky to tell us what that means. If we
3: said, Old McDonald went to Clemson, you'd go, Roar! Because the team is the Clemson Tigers. Right. You're like,
0: easy, got it. Yeah, I got it. So you have to make the sound. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to get the points.
1: This is being recorded, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <It's being recorded.
0: laughs> and recorded. Bro- broadcast widely. <laughs> okay. You guys know I live here, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's this, true. this could not go well. <laughs> not for long. Not for long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you have to make the sound to get the point, and then we're going to ask you a follow-up question based on that animal that either of you can ring in for an answer. And the winner, of course, is going to move on to our Ask Me One More final round at the end of the show. Let's give it a shot. All right. Old Macdonald went to South Carolina. Mike.
1: <laughs> yeah. Gobble, gobble, they're a Gamecock, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's what they say. <laughs> I don't know what a Gamecock says. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, let's, let's see if John knows what they say. What did, what did Gamecock say? Cock-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to John That's oh, a the old on, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've seen this image it's half chicken half monster you guys <laughs> since the 1950s a green red and yellow rooster named Cornelius has been the mascot for what popular breakfast cereal cornflakes that is correct Kellogg's cornflakes Old MacDonald went
2: to Drexel. Think about it.
1: We,
3: we are. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> He's a sports writer.
3: <laughs> like I said, Mike, I live here, man. Be cool. <laughs> <laughs> hit the, uh, this is a fantasy character, and you might want to think about Game of Thrones. Oh, phantoms. <laughs> Dragons. Roar! You're not bad. I'll <laughs> take it, Mike.
1: <laughs>
2: That was an eerie impersonation of a dragon. I, for, well, t- honestly, for a second, I thought there was a dragon here in yeah. the view.
1: Well, I can't breathe fire, so, you know, was uh, no. my best shot. That was
2: shot. great, that was great. Nobody knows what they sound like, because they're all dead. <laughs> what superstar actress used to have a dragon tattoo on her left arm, but replaced it with a tattoo of the geographic coordinates of the birthplaces of her six children and her longtime partner? John. Uh, Angelina Jolie. That's right.
0: Old McDonald went to Indiana State. John. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that is right. And the... uh, the Sycamores. The Sycamores.
3: Sort of a trick question, yes.
2: Not really fair at all.
0: I was hoping for something like that. A Russell Russell. You did a lovely breeze through (laughs) the leaves. I was
1: actually working on that backstage, so. (laughs) Like like, I hope I I hope I can use. You never know, right?
0: (laughs) What California University located in Palo Alto, or Tall Tree, has its mascot, a tall tree, that dances on the sidelines at sporting events.
1: Stanford University?
0: That is right, Mike.
2: This is your last clue. Old MacDonald went to the University of Oregon. John, quack, quack, quack. It's the sound of a very jaded duck. <laughs> Half an hour ago, I was a professional.
1: <laughs> <I know. laughs>
2: Indeed, sir, quack, quack is correct. The website for the City Council of Glasgow, Scotland. Has a list of famous Glaswegians, including former Prime Minister Gordon Brown, comedian Craig Ferguson, and what wealthy animated fowl? Mike, just scrolling through a list of all of the animated fowl, trying to figure out which one is wealthy.
1: Sam Braghorn.
2: I'm sorry, that is incorrect. John, do you have? Do you uh, have a guess?
1: Scrooge McDuck.
3: That's right, Scrooge McDuff.
2: John Chernesky, how'd they do?
3: In old McDonald went to college. It looks like John is going to the winner's circle. Way to All go, John. Right. <laughs> that was a great competition.
0: We'll see John at the end of the show. Let's welcome our next two contestants, Craig Van Kempen and Angela Tomazicki. Now, Craig and Angela are a couple. Aww. <laughs> you haven't been going out for that long. How long have you been going out, Craig?
5: Um, just a few months. Just a few months? So we thought it was a nice, you know, midway, early in relationship date <laughs> to...
0: No pressure or anything.
5: No, no pressure, You no. haven't
0: been in a lot of relationships, have you? <laughs> <laughs> now, have you worked out ahead of time uh, what the winner has to do, or what the loser has to do?
5: Yes, uh, well, we met uh, doing uh spam a lot in community theater, so we're both really into music. Ah. And uh, we thought the, uh, the winner would have to, or the loser would have to write the winner a song and change the lyrics to be about the winner.
0: So we decided to use uh, my favorite things
5: from sound of music) <laughs>
0: You guys are amazing, (laughs) all right? I totally have faith in you. Okay, Uh, audience, I have one question for you. Can I kick it? No, I can't. (laughs) In fact, that is the title of this next game. Can you kick it? No, you can't. Can I
4: kick it?
2: They were amazing. They were amazing. They knew the answer.
0: They knew the answer. But they
2: were wrong because you can't kick it. You can't kick it in this one. This is public radio and there is no kicking allowed. <laughs> okay? We express our feelings using words. Uh, this is a music game. It is all about song titles that contain the word can't. We have changed the words in the song so that they are about other things that you can't do.
1: That's
0: such a positive game. It's a very, very positive.
2: Your job is to give us the title of
5: the original song. Are you ready? Oh man, I'm gonna be writing a
3: song. Here we go.
2: I saw her today at the computer, a stack of papers in her hand. I knew she was going to be a straight shooter. Should I use Times or Comic Sans? You can't always use 12-point font. You can't always use 12-point font. Angela?
0: You can't always get what you want, Rolling
2: Stone? That's right.
5: We don't need to name the artist. She was just showing off there, right? She was just showing off, okay, and uh, you should be very afraid, Craig. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I like that you went to the teachers. Hey, we don't have to do that, right? Uh... Is this going to be on the test?
4: <laughs> you found me out.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, will do anything that you want me to do. Yeah, I, I'll do almost anything That you want me to do, yeah But I can't bathe the cat, no, no No can do, I can't bathe the cat
0: Angela? I can't go for that? That's correct yeah. What if the cats are named... Hall and Oats. Would you bathe them? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's Angela. adorable to have two cats and name them Hall and Oats.
2: Right? That makes me want to go out and buy two kittens right away. We're <laughs> doing it after the show. One of them has a little mustache.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no one loves food more than you. Can't steal those fries off of you. You're like a pillow to touch. I want to squeeze you so much (laughs) Just give me something to eat It doesn't have to be sweet No one loves food more than you Can't steal those fries off of you
5: Craig, I can't take my eyes off of you You got it
2: (laughs) I assume you knew the answer to that one Because of the romantic feelings you have for Angela Yes, Right. That's correct. Craig? Yes. Say, yes,
5: say you, yes. You saw how I couldn't take my eyes off her during yeah, the whole song. Yeah, I know yeah.
0: I
2: noticed. I noticed.
0: He was just thinking about food. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd been going out like two months. You're already there?
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> la, la,
4: la. La, 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 la.
2: I just can't eat a gluten-free bread. Boy, your pasta's all I think about. I just can't get a bagel instead. Boy, it's more than a dare to think about.
5: Craig, can't get you out of my head? That's right. <laughs> Gee, I hate to see you feel
2: unwell, baby. With no coat, you must be freezing. I can tell, baby. I know you're cold, but you know darn well, baby. I can't knit you anything but gloves.
0: Oh, it's okay. It's okay.
4: (laughs) Craig.
5: I can't give you anything but love? Yeah! Nice pull, nice pull. Or oh, did you
0: know it and you thanks. were stalling?
5: No, I had no idea. You had no idea. Yeah. You just
0: pulled that out of
5: an... Jonathan's lyrics. You know. Just, yes. Yeah. yeah right.
0: Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Because you, you you did stare at Angela lovingly through that whole thing, and I was like, he's psyching her out. He's psyching <laughs> her out. I, it worked. It totally worked. All
2: right, this is your last clue. Why men say only fools Rushing. But I can't help getting a new tattoo.
5: Craig. I can't help falling in love with you. Oh, that's very
2: sweet and also correct.
5: John Chinesky, what's
3: happening
2: with this rivalry? What, uh, who is the
3: victor? Yes, he can kick it. Way to go, Craig. You are the winner.
0: Wow.
5: So, uh, what's your favorite thing about me?
0: Hmm. <laughs> I, you shouldn't ask that right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh-oh. I guess it's the way you're a gracious winner, I guess. Yes. Oh. <laughs> right, yeah.
0: yeah. That must be it. Congratulations, Craig. You will not only be getting a song from Angela, but you will be moving on to our Ask Me One More Final Round at the end of the show. Thank you so much, Angela.
2: We took the freeway out of town. We found a place to settle down. Got a driveway and a swing set and a dog. You got your very own bathroom. I got my very own workshop in the basement we sit around staring at the wall to all take field trips to our favorite mall waiting for the day when all the kids grow up and leave us here if you need me i'll be downstairs with the shop back. you can call but i probably won't hear you because it's loud with the shop back on You'll be okay, cause you'll be upstairs with the TV. You can cry, and I probably won't hear you, because it's loud with the shop back on. We hung a flag above the door, checked out the gourmet grocery store. I got a mower I can ride around the yard, but we haven't got real friends. Now even the fake ones have stopped calling Maybe if you forget to hide the keys I'll take a ride to Applebee's Come home drunk on daiquiris And throw up on the neighbor's lawn If you need me, I'll be downstairs with the shop back You can call but I probably won't hear you Because it's loud with the shop back on Coulton. Thank you.
0: Coming up, we'll talk to Detroit hat designer Luke Song about making one of the best career choices of all time because, hey, everyone has a head. Stay tuned. This is NPR's Ask Me Another. Welcome back to Ask Me Another, NPR, and WNYC's Hour of Trivia, Puzzles, and Word Games. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and let's say hello to our next two contestants, Dan Hirschman and Gina Calcagno. (laughs) I know this sounds like an odd question, but it will make sense. Gina, Dan, what is one thing you'd either like to add to your life or subtract from your life? Gina, I would like to add more sleep. I am totally with you, yes. I'd have to subtract so much stuff for that. You too. Yes. Okay, Dan?
1: Another kitten? You would like to add a kitten? My partner and I have two cats, but one of them is just about to turn one and not be a kitten anymore. i kind of am going to miss having a kitten, so sometime soon, add another kitten. That's Aww. adorable.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is the kitten named Oats? <laughs> it's named Kells.
2: Think about uh, it. Think about two cats named Hall and Oats. I'm serious. No. It's a great idea.
0: Okay, we're going to work both sides of your brain here in a game called movie math. Mm -hmm. We're going to give you hints about two well-known movies, each of which has a number in the title. And your job is to figure out what those numbers are and then perform some mathematic on them. So in each question, we're looking for a number as the answer. Feel free to do the math out loud. You can talk out the whole thing. And of course, the winner will move on to our Ask Me One More final round at the end of the show. Let's give it a shot. The number of miles in Eminem's Detroit hip-hop movie times the number of dollars in Hilary Swank's boxer movie. Gina. That is nine mile times million-dollar baby
3: Oh, eight miles! Oh! <laughs> I'm
0: not really from Michigan.
3: <laughs>
0: and it's showing,
1: and I'm sorry.
3: Uh, Dan, would you like to steal? <laughs> I
1: would. It's, it's eight miles times a million, so eight million. That's correct.
0: <laughs> that was kind of like a rap battle in its own way.
2: The number of senses possessed by Haley Joel Osment... Plus the number of weeks in a Mickey Rourke-Kim-Basinger thriller. Gina. Six times nine and a half? Plus,
0: plus. Six plus nine and a half? Mm-hmm. That's so much easier. Ah. <laughs> Fifteen and a half.
2: That's right. <laughs> Six cents and nine and a half weeks. That's
0: right. I see sexy, complicated people. (laughs) Okay, add together both numbers from the 1980s workplace comedy starring Dolly Parton and Lily Tomlin plus the number of commandments delivered by Charlton Heston. (laughs) Gina. So the Dolly Parton, so 9 to 5, so 14 plus... Ten Commandments, so 24. Yes, exactly (laughs) 24. The year of Stanley Kubrick's Space Odyssey, divided... Oh, boy. I know, everyone's mad at just that idea. (laughs) Divided by the number of amigos in a 1986 Steve Martin comedy.
1: Dan. So it's 2001, A Space mm-hmm. Odyssey, yep. divided by three amigos. Yeah. So that gives you <laughs> work Shh. with me here.
0: A, a good idea for a sequel. Yeah. You are correct.
1: Yes. Uh, so 600, six, 600. Oh, it's so cute. They're doing uh, long no. division in the air. <laughs> They're writing it. It's amazing. They're with
0: their fingers. Six
1: hundred. This should be sixty the whole show. 667.
3: Yes. yes!
1: Correct! Wow. How do you feel? Not, not shameful having majored in math and not gotten that wrong. Oh. I
0: like that you added that in. The stakes are higher for you for the rest of the game. I know. I didn't want to reveal it too, too late. But <laughs> that's good. Congratulations.
2: That's really, a, that's really a classic word problem. It's just, you know, tell me how much space there is per amigo. <laughs> <laughs> the units would be odysseys per amigo.
0: Odysseys, odyssey's uh-huh. over amigo.
1: That's right.
0: Okay, this is your last question.
2: The number of leagues under the sea in the 1954 Disney adventure movie plus the age of Steve Carell's lovable virgin.
1: Dan. 20,000 leagues plus 40 year old virgin
3: is 20,040? Absolutely correct. Well, instead of bringing a calculator to the movies, I'm going to bring Dan, because he wins. Great game. Thank you so much, Gina. Dan, we will see
0: you at our final round. Now, please welcome our next special guest, Milliner Luke Song. Now, many of us know your work from one famous hat in particular. It is a gray hat with a large front bow uh, that had some rhinestones along the bow. Yes? Was that a fair description? I
4: I think so. I I vaguely remember.
0: It was on uh, Aretha Franklin's head that she wore to President Obama's 2009 inauguration. So how did that affect your career as a hat designer? Um,
4: gosh, I went from zero to sixty in like two days. Yeah. So. Um,
0: did did you get orders for that hat? Did people want that exact hat?
4: Yeah, I think we sold something around six thousand of them. Really? Like replica. Yeah, we sold a lot.
0: Was there any sort of like, no, there'll be only one kind of this hat? Or were you just like, oh, yeah. Well, I'll...
4: the original wasn't felt. So okay. there's only two that are like it. One's at the Roll Hall of Fame right now. Oh. And the other one is with Arita Franklin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it will be at Obama's presidential library in the end. She has to give it up. That's what she said. <laughs>
0: That's what she said.
4: But who knows? Who knows? I get it. You know Aretha.
0: Uh, I have to tell you that one of my first jobs after college was actually at a hat store. I learned how to block hats, and but it was mostly it was in Vancouver, B. C. So it was mostly cowboys. Oh, okay. There was a lot of Stetsons and uh, akubras, the Australian hat. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the woman who ran it designed hats. She was a milliner. But it was I mean the only milliner I've ever met is this. How many of you are there
4: they <laughs> Is it a pretty rare job? Um, I, I would say that I know a handful. In Michigan? No. All no. across um, the country? All over the world.
0: All over the world. Yes, oh, okay. Yes. So it is, it's pretty rare. You didn't grow up going, I want to be a hat designer.
4: Not at all. Well, I wanted to be an artist, but I went the route of um, biochemistry. Oh, yes, natural. <laughs> of course. <laughs> 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 It's a typical route. Yes.
0: Okay, so how did that, how how did you make the transition?
4: Um, I quit overnight, went to art school, and still I never wanted to be a hat designer. Um, I needed to make money, and I went to my mom's uh, boutique and I made some hats the only way I knew how. And it just flew off the shelves, and in six months I paid off all my student loans. Wow. Yeah, so I thought I found my niche.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've established that uh, you know your way around celebrity haberdashery.
4: I think that's for a guy.
0: It is. Yes. Okay, we've we've established that you know your way around celebrity millinery. Millinery. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> You're the expert. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna play a little game that's called Hats Entertainment. And we have someone that you're going to be playing with. Let's meet Katie Groves. Uh, And Katie, you uh, are part of a family business. I
1: am. I uh, come from a long line of Sicilians, and my great-grandparents immigrated here and started a bakery.
0: Very cool. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. Luke... We're going to give you a list of famous people and fictional characters who are known for their headwear. Okay. Your job is to get Katie to guess who they are based on describing their hats. (laughs) If she really needs a hint, Luke, you can give her uh, their profession as well. So, John Chinesky, give us an example.
3: Yes. If I said... This guy wears a floppy red hat trimmed with white fur around the edge and a little white ball at the top. That will be a hint to Katie to guess Santa Claus. Okay. Yep, yeah, you feel good about it?
4: Easy enough.
0: Easy <laughs> enough. You'll see. I mean, yes. <laughs> and if you get stuck, move on to the next clue. And of course, if you get enough right, you will both win and ask me another prize. Luke, Katie, ready? Yeah. Yes, All I right. Know. Luke, your time starts
4: now. Um, beard, top hat.
1: Abraham Lincoln.
4: Pillbox. The queen. Uh, Um, not the queen. (laughs) (laughs) Deceased. Um. (laughs) A president's wife. Deceased president's wife. 1950s.
1: (laughs) Oh, um, Jackie Kennedy.
4: Yes. Uh, um <laughs> like a triangle hat pi- pirate hat
1: Johnny uh, Dub? No. <laughs>
4: <laughs> a cartoon character. Oh no. You have somebody uh, Sam? Um
1: <laughs> <sighs>
4: <sighs> cereal box
1: Captain Crunch. Yes. <laughs>
4: Um, weird hat, (laughs) um, hip hopper, hip hop singer, MC weird hat, (laughs) weird hat. Yes. It's like a kind of a Mounties hat, but.
1: Oh, Pharrell. Yes.
0: 15 seconds.
4: Um, kind of a cowboy hat, a movie character, um, Rolling Stones.
0: I'm sorry, that is time. But you did great. I, I was hard, I know, I know, but you did fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you both have won a limited edition Ask Me Another Rubik's Cube. <laughs> I know. Let's hear it for Katie Groves and Luke's song.
4: I'm just, a head, head feet. I'm just a
0: Now we're gonna crown this week's grand champion. Let's bring back from Can't Place, the place name, Saladin Ahmed. From It's Easy, Cynthia Hodges. From Old MacDonald Went to College, John U. Bacon. From Can I Kick It? No, You Can't, Craig Van Kippen. And from Movie Math, Dan Hirschman. They'll be playing our Ask Me One More final round, and our puzzle guru John Chinesky is going to take us out.
3: This final round is called Semantics. In honor of our trip here to beautiful Ann Arbor, Michigan, all of the answers in this round are words or names that have the letters A-N-N in consecutive order. For example, if I said, she's been spinning letters on Wheel of Fortune since 1982, you'd say Vanna White. Now, we're playing this spelling bee style, so one wrong answer and you're out. You'll only have a few seconds to give us that answer. Last person standing is our Ask Me Another grand winner. Here we go. Saladin. This is a date that's celebrated because something notable occurred on that date in a previous year.
1: Anniversary.
3: Yes. (laughs) Cynthia. The ubiquitous fabric of the 90s grunge scene is soft and usually plaid. Flannel. Flannel's right. John. The Latin name of this dinosaur means tyrant lizard, and believe it or not, Barney is one of them. Uh, Tyrannosaurus. Tyrannosaurus is right. Craig. These Italian pastries are tube-shaped shells made of fried dough and sweet, creamy ricotta filling. Cannoli. Yes. Dan. It's a tart green apple commonly used in baking pies. Three seconds. Dan, step aside for a second. Let's see if Saladin knows it. Granny Smith. Granny Smith is right. Thank you, Dan, for joining us. He's off the stage now. All right. Cynthia, you perform this poolside maneuver by jumping into the water while holding your knees against your chest. A swan dive? No, not a swan dive. Step aside, let's see if John knows the answer. Cannonball. Cannonball is correct. Thank you, Cynthia. <laughs> Craig. This was Miley Cyrus' alter ego on her Disney Channel series. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. You look so proud to know that, Craig. <laughs> Saladin. If you ask this star of Lethal Weapon why he's considering retirement, he'd probably say he's getting too old for this stuff.
1: Danny Glover. Danny
3: Glover's right. <laughs> John. It's a person who tries to look or act like someone famous or the name of the Spice Girls' big breakout hit. Uh, I'm blanking. All right, let's see if Craig knows it. Wannabe. Wannabe is correct. Thank you, John. Now we're down to just two. It's Saladin and Craig. Saladin. This Greek-born media mogul with a popular news website is regularly spoofed by Nassim Pedrad on Saturday Night Live. Uh,
1: Anna Huffington.
3: I can't take that. Craig, do you know the answer?
5: Ariana Huffington.
3: Ariana Huffington is right. Craig, you
0: are asking another big winner. And in celebration of your achievement, Luke Song has given us a hat that we will give to you. So congratulations. A huge special thanks to John U. Bacon, Luke Song, Michigan Radio, and of course, the Ann Arbor Summer Festival. And while I'm at it, thank you for listening. If you would like to be a contestant or come to a live taping, find us on Facebook or Twitter. Just look around for NPR Ask Me Another. Ask Me Another's puzzle guru is John Chinesky. Hey, my name, is am Oh heck, Ninjas. Our house musician is Jonathan Colton. Thou Jolta Cannon. Our puzzle editor is Art Chung, with additional puzzle writing by Greg DiCostanzo, Karen Lurie, Glenn McDonald, Josiah Madigan, Jess Miller, and James Ramsey. We'd like to thank the Ann Arbor Summer Festival. Viruses learn from Batman. <laughs> and our production partner, WNYC. CYNW. <laughs> I'm her ripe begonias. Ophira Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR.
2: Hey, thanks for listening to Ask Me Another. Check out NPR's Bullseye with Jesse Thorne, your guide to what's good in pop culture. Every week, Jesse Thorne interviews people like Elvis Costello, Ethan Hawke, and Margaret Atwood about their creative work and lives. Find your new favorite TV shows, books, movies, and music, and gain new insights into the things you already love. Find Bullseye now at iTunes under Podcasts. Next time on Ask Me Another, the hosts of the hit podcast Invisibilia, Lulu Miller and Elise Spiegel, have a hard time with failure.
0: That is incorrect. Are you kidding me? That is so correct. That
1: is so correct.
2: Join me, Jonathan Colton, on Ask Me Another, NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia.